Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show is broadcasting live, live from sunny Southern California. Went to the Rams camp yesterday, Chargers camp next week. If you missed our interview with uh, Andrew Whitworth, it was awesome. You can download that wherever you download podcasts uh, or our our discussion with uh, Sean McVay. He was he was awesome. Uh, Jovan Buha will join us from The Athletic covering the Lakers. We'll get to him in 20 minutes. T.J. Hushman's out of next hour. Andrew Brandt in the third hour of the show. I got um, Olympic stuff for you. Um, we, we actually did, we being Team USA, we, we caught a break, and I'll tell you how, not just in winning. What was a 15-point deficit became a 19-point win. Heck of a win for Team USA. But, but I'm... I also want to talk about uh, the U.S. women's national soccer team and 
what I think we should take away from their bronze medal win. All right, we'll get to, yes, we're going to talk women's national team. We don't generally do that. Uh, Max Scherzer looked like Max Scherzer. And as I, I told every Dodger fan, you better find a closer. Clayton Kershaw, I mean, Clayton Kershaw, Kenley Jansen, he ain't it. He almost gave that thing away last night, which was a raucous atmosphere at, uh, at Chavez Ravine. So we got baseball, we got uh, basketball, Olympics. Oh, yeah, tonight, NFL football on TV, sort of. We'll discuss that upcoming. But, but let me start with one of the great players in the history of the NBA, one of the great players in the NBA, Who's not playing right now? LeBron James. Um, two days ago during the show, I questioned what the Lakers were doing. And I pointed out the age of many of the players he's bringing in. Everybody essentially did. Like it wasn't a new thought. It wasn't. I mean, everybody saw their roster was like, dude, what? Like that's an older team. Then they balance it out. They do have some youth, although it appears to be all bench players that they brought in that are in their 20s. So after the show yesterday, LeBron James, from his Twitter account, at King James, keep talking about my squad, our personal ages, the way they play, we're past our time in the league, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Do me one favor, please. And I mean, please keep the same narrative energy when it begins. That's all I ask. Thank you with the crown of the king. He has since deleted the post. Why? Why? Nothing wrong with what LeBron James posted. Nothing. Nothing. It's a reasonable response, a reasonable response to what everybody was questioning about the team that he and Rob Palenka put together. It's a very, nothing what he says. Like, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. We'll see you during the season. What's, what's wrong with that? I mean, if we learned anything from the last dance, 10 series, 10 uh, episode documentary, we know that Michael Jordan found different ways to motivate himself throughout his long and illustrious NBA career, even making up some stories. This isn't a made up story. Now, does LeBron like himself some LeBron? Yeah, Sure. On the other hand, LeBron is right. We are, we are all questioning, you know, the age and ability to get the, that group to play together and to be healthy at the end of the season. Like, nothing what he said is reasonable. What, what I think what sucks is that it's become sports and the way in which it's covered, the way in which it's discussed has become just like political TV. You're either all in on LeBron with this plan or you're completely out and you're a hater on LeBron. Why? That's not reasonable. It's not reasonable. It's just not. It's not a reasonable way to look. The reasonable way to look at it is, man, there's risk and there's reward. Right? The reward is they can win a championship and it could be Russell Westbrook's first 
and only NBA championship, right? LeBron could get another title. Anthony Davis get another title. Carmelo Anthony could finally get a title. Like there is, and Carmelo's played in a million NBA games. He's now the second all-time leading scorer in Team USA history. LeBron James won four championships, and Anthony Davis won one, and Russell Westbrook's only played in one finals, and he was terrible against the Heat, but that was almost a lifetime ago. Like it would be, the reward is there. The risk is like, I mean, here we are another year with LeBron. This is year four with the Lakers and another complete remodel of the team. So cohesion is a problem. But the biggest issue is like they're old and older pieces break. Like all of these are reasonable discussions. When did we get to this point to where it's an either or? You're either all in and you're wearing Laker boxers to bed and Laker shirts every day, and you trust in you trust in LeBron, and you trust in Palinka, and you trust that Frank Vogel, who's in a lame duck season, the last year of his three year contract, is going to get it done. Or you're completely out. It's going to be a disaster. Frank's going to get fired. They're going to hire Fizdale. They're all going to get tired. They're all going to get old, and they're going to lose. Why is it one or the other? Th- this may sound really boring to you. Really boring to you. But the the truth is that context matters. And the context of next season is going to depend upon the health of LeBron, the ability to blend them together. And oh yeah, by the way, they're not the only team in the NBA. We don't know if the Golden State Warriors are going to get Ben Simmons. And if they can get Ben Simmons, who all do they have to give up? We don't know what the Portland Trailblazers are going to do, what the Denver Nuggets are going to do, right? The Denver Nuggets are going to have Nikola Jokic, uh, Michael Porter Jr. is going to be another year more experienced in the league. And at some point they'll get, um, uh, why, am I, why am I blanking? Canadian score stud towards ACL this year. Why, what, what is going on with my brain? What is going on with my brain? Jamal Murray. They're going to get Jamal Murray back. Right? Utah, I think, got better getting Eric Pascal on a salary dump because of the luxury tax yesterday. Like, Utah, still, Donovan Mitchell's still going to be there. They're still going to be very, very good. They didn't have Mike Conley the entire playoffs. I would think that Dallas is going to be better. Like, none of this stuff happens in a vacuum. The, we don't know. Will the Lakers be better? I think they're better. What happens if they get injuries? I don't know if Kawhi Leonard even plays basketball next year. I have no idea. But somehow we've gotten into this year either for or against us. And oh yeah, by the way, LeBron kind of helps stoke that narrative with the, I hear you talking. Keep that same energy. But then you delete the tweet. Like what, what is the deal? Nothing wrong with what he tweeted. Everybody is talking about it. Every reasonable person is like that. You got four guys from the 2012 Olympic team. Half of that team's not even playing in the NBA anymore. So I, I, I can't tell whether it's his thirst for attention, whether it's desire to, oh my gosh, what am I doing? Tweeting emotionally and I got to get out of the fray. I don't know why he pulled it down or, or, or what the purpose of it was. But it's kind of, I mean, do I think LeBron can truly paint the picture that they're the underdog? Not really. You have five, at least, maybe six future Hall of Famers, right? Pau Gasol might be a Hall of Famer. Dwight Howard is. Anthony Davis is. LeBron James is. Russell Westbrook is. Carmelo Anthony is. Right? I mean, that's five, maybe six. It's like a, uh, you ever played spades, right? Five with a possible Hall of Famers. Dwight Howard, LeBron, 
uh, Russ, Carmelo, th- those guys are those guys are surefire Hall of Famers. So please don't paint the picture to me that you're the underdog. And when I say underdog, people say, well, they might not be the favorite. All right. If you're not the favorite, that doesn't make you a true underdog. You may be an underdog to one team, but generally an underdog is seen as being a team that's a seven or an eight seed, a team that that's what their expectations are. With LeBron James, the the expectations are every year to get to the finals. He's done it once. He's won it once since being in L.A. And this, on paper, looks like a very talented team. The problem with that paper is it's parchment because it's so old. I just want to get the word parchment in there. I thought it was a great line. I've been working on it all day, and Ramos didn't even laugh. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> 
<laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. I said yesterday that I don't believe there's haters out there for women's sports, especially Simone Biles. <clears throat> and I understand that Simone Biles, there's a lot going on there. And um, they're kind of, you know, she's searching for answers as to what went on. I don't think the answer is there's haters out there or people rooting for her to fail. Nobody rooted for her to fail. Right. When you know, first of all, as female gymnast representing the United States, there's, she has done nothing that anyone ever going into the Olympic games ever thought, well, Noonan, you know, put the jinx, put the hex on her. Nobody thought that. Now there were some people that came out with negative comments and some could take my thoughts as negative comments based upon her uh, lack of participation in many events in, in these Olympics. That said, what her direct quote was, you know, people are rooting for me to fail. Like, no, we're not. Nobody's rooting for her to fail. I don't think that's the case with the women's national team, but most of that is, you know, the hardcore Trumpers because Megan Rapinoe and a couple others have come out um, um, as kind of social justice warriors and against the former president of the United States. But I, I don't believe that that has anything to do with women's athletics or women's soccer because, I mean, in all honesty, women's soccer has been beloved, has been beloved for years. So they lost in the semifinals. And this run of a, a really good group appears to be over. Right? They lost to Canada. And one of the things, which is fair to be pointed out, is, Look, we, it, it, our women's soccer team was born on third base and thought they hit a triple. What does that mean? Like we, since 1981, Title IX came into effect, we have had, on some level, equal spending in women's and men's soccer in colleges, of course, high schools. And we've, even if we don't teach soccer the right way or the traditional international way for the men's game and the women's game, we it's... The number one participation sport. It's a great sport for young ladies. And we've kind of been ahead of the curve and people are catching up to us. So they lost and then they win uh, the bronze medal game, right? And there's all sorts of comments about, look, I said this to you yesterday. One of the things which you have to, you have to wrap your head around is there's a different way of looking at sport, a different way of looking at sport internationally and through these Olympic sports than there is in traditional American professional sports. Simone Biles finished third in the balance beam. Third is the second loser, right? You're not even the best loser. You're the second best loser. But in the Olympics, third gets you a bronze medal. You're the third best at that discipline in the entire world, right? So you have to look at, we don't look at, the Green Bay Packers had a disappointing end of their season. They finished what would be, they would have a third place game if the NFL had a third place game. Right? Right? Did you ever think of that? Like imagine if the Packers had to play like the morning game on Super Bowl Sunday. You're like, what? Yeah, the Packers would uh, would have to play, was it the, the Tennessee Titans? Is that who that is that who got to the, I, mean, I, can't, I can't even remember who got the AFC championship game. Was it the Titans last year, Isaac? I'm trying to think. I know Kansas City won. Um, no, it was the Baltimore Ravens, right? They beat the Baltimore Ravens. So, 
I, I understand that it's a different way of, of looking at it. Oh, is the Bills? Because the Bills, the Bills beat the Ravens. No, the Chiefs beat the Ravens. The Bills beat the Titans. Is that right? And then who did the Ravens come from behind to beat? God, I'm so confused. It wasn't that long ago. What happened to my brain? My brain is melting. I'll figure it out in a second. So we have to look at this from a completely different. What, what I, I, the takeaway I have from, and, and you're going to have this even with the, like with the men's basketball. Okay. Now, if our men played, you'd better salvage a bronze medal, right? They would have been playing. Slovenia would have been playing Luca. Instead, it's Luca. Slovenia's never won a medal. Australia, they never won a medal. They're playing for something. Even if it's third place, it's the third best team in the world's, I guess, this summer's biggest event, right? To me, I'm not going to get in the back and forth of the former president and the women's soccer soccer team. I do think it's reasonable to go like, hey, look, I understand you're allowed to protest things in your country, I don't believe you protest your own country when you're representing your country. I don't. I think this is a, a fair discussion to have. And I, I honestly think that most people would agree with me. That you are allowed to, to desire more social justice for more people who are in need of justice and want the playing field even whether that's LGBTQ or whether that's more diversity or, or whatever you want, you want to argue like completely fair. like, that's part of the American system is you're allowed to protest. But I I think it's, I, I don't think the time and place is when you're representing our country. I just don't. Now the, the counter to that would be, you know, if you have a president, he's, representing our country, representing all of us. The difference is he was voted in by them or she was voted in or whatever was voted in by the American people. That said, I don't know how you can undersell <coughs> the effort it takes to win a third place. We look at it. We're like, man, bronze medal. What's it matter? Losers. But then you stop and you think about it. For, I want you to stop and think about this for a second. If you're one of these soccer players, you, you may never play in the national team again. You're the favorite and everybody's kind of coming for you. You end up losing a really tough, hard-fought match. You go back to the Olympic Village, wherever you're staying. I think they're not staying in the village. They're staying together somewhere else. You go back and now you got to play another game. Your heart's already broken. All the energy that was expended, the deflating feeling and losing, letting your teammates down, letting yourself down, letting your family down, letting your country down. Whether or not you let them down or you actually played well and played the best you could or not, doesn't matter. These are the feelings of a normal human being, a normal athlete. They all felt that. It's impossible not to. It's impossible to have a shirt that says USA on it, be in a foreign country, represent your country, have the expectation to be the best team in the world and not go into the finals. And oh yeah, by the way, you lost to Canada. It wasn't like you lost to the Brazilians or you lost to some traditional soccer power. You lost to Canada. But to dust yourself off and in a match which, 
Like we we all we like to look at these third place matchups as like an SEC team playing in a non uh, playoff bowl game, right? Where it only matters when we win. We win, it matters when we lose. Like ah, we didn't care, right? That's what the SEC has done for years. But the truth is that it does. It every game should matter to a competitor. That's like the hard thing in being a dad. Do I let my kid beat me one on one? Because on some level, you don't. You want him to love the game. You want him to believe it himself. You want to push himself to be better. On the other hand, like, do you want to give him really false hope? And then the competitive gene kicks in, which is like, I, I want to win every time because I want him to want to win and want to beat me straight up. So. Uh, my way of looking at it is really simple. Right? Winners want to win. Competitors want to compete. And while we can diminish the disappointment, the disappointing finish in getting a bronze medal when the expectation was gold and maybe the, the only thing that is to lose in PKs and it becomes kind of fluky and get a silver, to get a bronze medal is disappointing. But I mean, consider the alternative. Losing two in a row, not getting a bronze medal, not meddling in a sport where you were widely favored to win would be even worse. I, I love it when somebody bounces back, has to play a third place game and wins it. That is just like the NIT in men's college basketball or women's college basketball. It's like now we're just who actually wants to be here and who wants to go home. Because you're there for a while, you lose, you're kind of fried and you're fried on everybody around you, your coach, your people, you want to get back to American soil. You're, you're, you're done, you're ready. But do you want to win that one last game? And the answer to them was yes. Glad the answer wasn't no. Uh, the Bills beat the Ravens, the Chiefs beat the Browns. I forget the Browns. The Browns. Okay, I got it now. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, 
Oh my god, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. T.J. Hushmanzada joins us in the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Do you, do you think the Eagles can pull off a trade for Deshaun with so much unknown as to what his near-term and long-term future looks like? Whew. That's tough. I, I think they would have to get some type of assurance from the NFL what may be his discipline, so to speak. Uh, it, it's hard to give up a king's ransom for a player and you don't even know if he's going to be eligible to play. That's very tough. Yeah, I don't see it. I don't see it. Because even the NFL with their investigation, they still don't know exactly how it goes. You know, I, I don't I don't think that's likely. You know, the I mean, you, you do that and he can't play. Then you got to go back to Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is pissed off. He's giving up assets. Everything would have to be a contingency. Okay, we'll give you this amount of picks if he's allowed to play this amount of games, they would just probably have to wait till the situation is uh, finalized. And then I, I just don't see anything taking place until it's black and white. What's going to happen? You, you can't have any gray area with this. I agree with you. I, I think that's the, that's the you, you got to have some sort of deal in place and then you got to wait until everything's finalized and then decide if, you know, and then proceed if the, if the deal is going to go forward. Right. Like that, hey, I think that's the way to do it. And Jalen Hurts is lighting it up playing well. Do you honor that deal or you say, ah, uh, no, thank you. Um, it's a great question. Do you think Jalen Hurts can, uh, can, can, can play that well with, with that roster? I mean, you never know. I mean, the answer would be it's going to be, if anything, at its best, it's going to be a roller coaster, some ups and some downs, but you you never know. T.J. Osmanzada joining us in the Doug Gottlieb Show. Um, you played with Carson. 
and Joe Burrows seems to be struggling coming back off the torn ACL. How long does it take before he's he, he's he's right? Mentally, it's going to take a while, you know. And, and I never had that type of injury, so I can just speak on what guys have had it. It told me you feel good physically. You're able to do everything you want to do. But when you feel pressure, you just get nervous. You have a tendency to pull that lead leg out of there because you're nervous, especially as a quarterback. And so it's just going to take time. They're going to have to show in practice that they're going to have they're going to be able to protect what, what key is in the preseason as he's watching these games. That offensive line is going to have to be stout because if they're stout, they'll give him the confidence from watching. Like, ah, okay, they're – Man, if that offensive line is not getting it done in the preseason, he's going to be nervous, as you know what, when he steps on that field. Do you know I tore my ACL? What year? No, I just tore my ACL like three weeks ago. I'm getting it done tomorrow. Wait, 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 wait. What were you doing, Doug? Playing basketball. Oh, my God. (laughs) Hey, Doug, when we get old, baby, we got to warm up plenty. I was warmed up. It was in the second half. I I was plenty warm. Plenty warm and plenty oh, loose. Wow. And you're in good shape too. Yes. Yes. I feel like a little know, little heavier than I want little heavier than I want to be. Girlfriend and your wife. Let them know, Doug. You take the shirt off. They better not bring their girlfriend and their wife out. <laughs> uh, and and what's ironic though is so my surgeon, he was like, Look, six months you'll be fine. He's like, you know, the truth is like we know what we're doing now with this thing and and the ligament's even gonna be fine. A couple days later, you'll, you'd actually be able, nothing bad's going to happen. But in terms of actually everything healing, if you, you go through rehab, he's like six months, even at your age, six months, you're fine. He's like, but you won't feel like you're fine. You won't have the till nine, 10 months. Like that's the reality to it. But that's the physical aspect of it. No, he said the mental. He said, he said physically six months. He's like mentally nine, nine, 10, 11 months. Man, that, that mental aspect is, we're not playing a professional sport for a living any longer. It, it, it's a joke. When you feel pressure at your legs, you have a tendency you're going to pull that lead leg. Balls are going to sell. You're going to be a little inaccurate. So for him, it's going to be such a mental thing. The Bengals line was awful, and that's being nice as an understatement last year. So they're going to have to show in these preseason games that we can protect a – Quick game, when you're going deep down the field, max protect, that might give him some, oh, he can calm down, he can relax a little bit. Okay, it's a quick game. I'm getting the ball out fast. Oh, I'm throwing the ball down the field, but we're max protection. So that can give him a peace of mind knowing they're doing all they can to prevent him from getting hit. But that offense, they like to get backs out and routes. And so they're going to have to find something that gives them peace of mind or it's going to be a long season. T.J. Hushman's out of joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Do you think Matt Stafford is that much of a difference maker for the Rams offense? Man, I'm not going to lie to you, Doug. I do. I really do, man. I've been a fan of Stafford since he was a high school kid and I was playing. Nike had flown me out uh, to like the Lee Levin uh, things, and I saw Stafford throw the ball. He was in high school, and I told him he was going to be the first pick of the draft when he came out. And I've seen him four or five years later. He had just got drafted. He remembered me telling him this. Stafford is one of the best pure throwers of the football in the National Football League, no question. 
physically he has everything. Can he mentally realize that he's not in Detroit anymore? He's playing in a better organization, um, better coaching, just a better environment. Organization is top to bottom the way an organization should be. And so I truly believe with the situation he's in, it's the best situation obviously he's ever been in, but I think he can do some really good things for the Rams. Um, okay, let's talk Justin Herbert. I got a chance to see him last Saturday, and the same way that Matt Stafford's ball just jumps out at you, the same thing. I mean, everybody's talking at Chargers camp about the difference in Justin Herbert, not just last year, this year, but the difference in him and a, and a, and a Philip Rivers. How hard is that second year? Well, when you talk to Herbert, it, you want to prove that I was just getting started last year. Like, <laughs> I didn't really know what I was doing last year. Wait till y'all see me now. And so for him, it's not difficult in the aspect of I'm going to play well. It's different in the a- difficult in the aspect of I'm going to play so well to show you that last year you guys didn't see anything. Like I said, all the rookie quarterback records, and I really wasn't where I am now. I, I told you, and I told you this last year, I said, dude, before the draft, Herbert's the real deal. I told everybody, and he was a third quarterback drafted, and I think a lot of people are going to regret that. But it won't be difficult for him, per se, because he knows at this point last year, he was nowhere near as comfortable as he is this year. Now it's just putting it together. It's a new offense, so it might be a little different, but he's much better today than he was at this point last year. TJ Hushman's out of joining us, Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. We're, I, I don't know if we're going to see Big Ben tonight. Probably not. We're not going to see Dak tonight. Let, let's, let's start with Dak. Having some shoulder issues, how much concern should there be? Like, I get it. It's camp. But when you're telling a guy to shut it down this early, should we be concerned about his shoulder? I wouldn't be concerned one bit. When, when a guy is in training camp and you have an injury, you're concerned when the next day he's not out there. Dak was out there the next day. Was he throwing a ball? No, but he was out there. And so he's just being cautious. When you have the type of injury that he had, a compound fracture of his ankle, that's pretty much what you tend to only focus on. Whether it's right or wrong, you just focus on that. He probably neglected the shoulder a little bit, probably didn't do as much as he should have considering he's a quarterback. But the situation happened so early, he's like, ah, let me start working on things that I should have been working on. So I, I don't I don't put too much stock in his shoulder and bother him. He'll be fine. Um, for him, it's just live up to the hype of your contract, which the Cowboys were awful without him. And it showed how much they missed him and they needed him. So with that, I have no concerns at all. So there's there's a lot of hubbub in New York. Right over this, they had a brawl in practice, a fight in practice, whatever. Uh, you know, camp uh, fights happen, but then you got your quarterback at the bottom of it. Joe Judge makes dudes take a lap, and then Jason Garrett makes reporters call him coach. Um, Robert Sala, who coaches the other team that plays in the exact same stadium, is like, "Look, I treat guys like men, like adults." Essentially, saying I'm not going to make him run laps and do push-ups. What do you think of what the Giants and Joe Judge are doing? It's different. I'll just say that it's different. Like you're making guys run. Like, and I, I don't like when coaches say, "Oh, you can't do that in the game. That's going to cost us." 
hey, dumbass, have you ever seen anybody just really get in a brawl during a game? We know better. We're not doing that during a game. We know it's practice. We know we can do it in practice. So we let out our frustration in practice. Like, we're not going to do that in the game. So coaches, stop saying that stupid stuff. Or you can't do it in the game. We know that. We also can't run laps in the game, so why are we doing it in practice? Like, coaches need to wake up and understand, like, when you're in camp, there's just some days you don't want to practice. There's just some days where you're pissed off. So you do dumb things. You're not going to do those things in the game, especially not a heady player like Longer Ryan. He's not going to do that. And Daniel Jones, if your team's going to fight, just step off to the side and let them fight. Why are you jumping in there? Stand off to the side, let them fight, fight's over. You're nowhere near under the pile. Don't put yourself in that situation. Simple. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. So let me play for you. I like what Salah is doing. He, he gets it. I like it. He's just with a dysfunctional organization. That's all. The only thing I would tell you, though, is, and, and, I, and you and I, we've, done, we've talked about this on air before. We've talked about this on my podcast. TJ Hushmanzada is our guest. Is, you know, when, when Marvin came in, and you guys were such a mess and so dysfunctional, and guys were sneaking girls into the dorm, into the dorms in training camp. Uh, you know that that he put some restrictions on you. Like we don't know what Joe Judge inherited. We don't know the amount of dysfunction that he had. Is it fair to say that you know some guys have to tighten up the ship because the ship is a lot looser than others? Yes, one hundred percent. But we're we're talking guys getting in fights in practice. Bill Belichick, who seems like he's the most disciplined. Coach, when it comes to your team in the NFL, they're, they're, they're fighting in uh, Patriots camp as well. Guys are going to fight. You just get frustrated. You're practicing against the same guys every day. That's going to happen. Like running laps and running sprints. From it. Why do you think kids nowadays despise running? The majority of kids that play sports, because punishment is always, all right, you're going to do this or you got to run. Everybody despises running because it's been used as a punishment forever and ever and ever in the world of sports. If guys aren't doing what they're supposed to do, get rid of them. If guys aren't doing what they're supposed to do, take playing time away. If guys are breaking the rules, fine them. Then guys will they'll straighten up. Like running and all that, I just don't believe that works. Because when you start losing, then what? Is it running helping? And guys are going to they're going to buck the system. They're going to fight you now, and they know you're on your way out. So what taste are you going to have then? Treat them like men. If they're not getting a job done, there's consequences. You're not going to play. Very simple. T.J. Hushman's out as our guest. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Hoosh, uh, let me play for you. This is Aaron Rodgers yesterday was talking about his, working on his relationship with Brian Gunnikunst, who's the who's their who's their general manager. Now keep in mind that uh there's the report that he on a, a group chat uh called him Jerry Krause. Uh there was the the, the standoff in the offseason and then he had his press conference and the, the following day Gunnikunst had his press conference. So this this was this was Rogers yesterday on the nature of their relationship currently. I think it's a work in progress for sure. I mean, I think relationships aren't formed uh, in a matter of a couple of days. You know, there's there's time where the respect grows and the, and the communication follows. Well, give me a read on what he's saying. Like, try, try and read the tea leaves on what Aaron Rodgers is saying. Um, we don't get along. I don't care for him too much, but... I know we need to work together. We need to be cordial. 
I will try to do that, but I don't like the guy. Um, simple. He doesn't care for, is it Guten? How do you pronounce the last name? Gunnikinst. I'll call him Brian. He doesn't Go- care. Uh, Goody. You can call him Goody. Okay, I'll you call him Goody. Goody. That's even yeah, better. sure. He, he, he just doesn't care for him, and that's okay. Because Goody probably doesn't care for Rodgers either, the way he publicly but quietly tried to assassinate his character. They don't care for each other, and that's okay. They have one common goal. Can we agree to disagree? Can we put our differences to the side and try to chase this championship? But make no mistake about it. They don't care for each other. I don't believe they ever will. Oh, we got to work on our relationship. You guys aren't married. You really don't have to work on it. He's not a coach. You don't interact with him all the time. And so can they win a championship? You don't have to be friends. You don't have to get along. They don't interact with each other on a daily basis, and that's okay. Um, You like the Lakers? I mean, you're old enough to play for the Lakers now. Man, you know what? I I really like what the Lakers have done. Are we old? Yeah, we are old. But the best player is Young and Anthony Davis. He, he's going to be the go-to guy. Westbrook is going to be money in a regular season. They did add shooters. Um, Baysmore can play defense and shoot the three. Trevor Reza can play defense and shoot the three. I like Kendrick Nunn. He can create on his own. And so... They bring back Tucker. The Lakers have talent. Carmelo can get his own shot. Is he a liability defensively? Yeah. I like the toughness in bringing Dwight Howard back. The Lakers are old, but they're they're a different team than they were last year. When I say it's different in a better way, we could not score a point last year. It was almost like, oh, LeBron's off the court. Who's going to score? They couldn't score. So if that happens now, Westbrook can go get buckets. Carmelo can go get buckets. Kendrick Nunn, he can create his own shot. He can go get buckets. And so I, I like what the Lakers are doing. Yeah, yeah my, my issue with them is, is going to be can they stop anybody, right? I mean, that's, that's really – that's the issue there is can they stop anybody? And the answer to this point is we, we have no idea. I think they went from a great defensive team to a really good offensive team, and we'll see where they land on. TJ, great stuff, dude. Thanks for joining us. Can't wait to hear up on game this weekend. I appreciate it, man, and get that meat right, baby. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 